This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Bestseller TV. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. We're here with Amanda Holmes. She is the co-author of the revised and updated version of The Ultimate Sales Machine, Turbocharge Your Business with Relentless Focus on 12 Key Strategies. Amanda, it's great to have you with us. Such a pleasure to be here. Well, first and foremost, Amanda, belated condolences on the loss of your father. He left an incredible legacy. Thank you. Can you tell us a little bit about him and that legacy? Absolutely. So he was a self-made man. Uh, He got his big break working for a billionaire by the name of Charlie Munger, of co-chairman of Berkshire Hathaway, where he was able to double the sales of nine different companies, all within 12 to 15 months, and several of them doubled multiple years consecutively. He realized that he had a system for how to double sales. And it's really not about 4,000 different things. It's about doing 12 things 4,000 times. So then he put it into the book, which came out 15 years ago. And it really means a lot to be able to be here and be celebrating the new edition of the book. So Amanda, why did you decide to fundamentally update the book? Well, uh, our clients absolutely love this book. They call it their red Bible because second to the Bible, they read this the most. It's something they read every single year. And uh, we've assisted a quarter of a million businesses worldwide with this methodology on how to double sales. So it's something that is timeless. It's proven. Um, But the real why, if I really had to tell you, Taryn, um, because the publisher kept asking, you know, can you do a new version? Can you do a new version? And when I inherited the company, I was 24 years old and my father got cancer and I was a singer songwriter. There was no succession plan. So when after he passed, uh, it was an utter shock to all of us. And here I am grieving while also looking at the business and going, there's a couple hundred staff here. What do I do? I don't want to be a part of this. Um, after a couple of years, I stepped in as CEO. And luckily, that's been great. I, I had to study his methodology. I had to read that book over and over and over again. I had to go through his videos. I became a product of the product because I never got that formal training when he was alive. So going through all of that um, was rather shocking, but we ended up growing. We increased our marketing reach by 1146% the first year that I stepped into CEO and we doubled our clients in different divisions multiple years consecutively. It's been quite a wonderful run over the last eight years, and I can't wait to see what happens with this new edition. But the true reason why I wrote the new edition is from what I experienced Honestly, in the last few months being in that hospital room with my father, I mean, we sat in there and there was this one day where he just said to me, for all of the wealth that I've amassed, nothing can buy my way out of this hospital room. And yeah, I 
I just could never forget that. So um, that is part of the encore that he never got to give on how to live a rich and full life. I put that into the final chapter. I found a letter from my father saying how he generated more wealth in six months than he had in the previous eight years combined from this. So that is my why is actually chapter 13. Uh, but there's a lot more in there about business, but that's where I'm coming from. I believe that we can double our sales while also cutting our stress in half. If we just get focused, if we get clear, and if our intention is right. Wow. I mean, a lot of powerful stuff there. I mean, everything you just said, just becoming a student of your father's teachings and then wanting to add to it by, you know, what you experience with him privately, right? And this new information, um, wow. Yeah, I realize I'm just processing it. It's very powerful. So let's, let's dig in a little bit more, Amanda, to the new additions and the updates yes. you've made. So you mentioned, yes. you know, not living a full life and how to change that. And then also you said how to increase your sale. He, your father yes. said he had increased his wealth in six, in the last six years or six months. Say that again. Uh, he generated more wealth in the previous six months than he had in the previous eight years combined. But I'll tell you, so there's some key parts that really changed. So if we think back to how marketing happened over the last half century, we really only innovated from radio to television. Then in the last 15 years since this book came out, we had the internet. <laughs> so we've been from right 30, uh, 30 years for radio to get to 50 million users. It took 15. 13 years for television to get to 50 million users. It took four years for the internet to get to 50 million users. Facebook took two years to get to 50 million users. I mean, the rapid amount of how much marketing has innovated, his whole chapter seven on the seven months of marketing to generate an ROI from your marketing dollars was radio, television, and billboards. And I looked at that and went, oh my gosh, the internet in this book is websites and it's two words. What do I do here? So I had to do a lot of updating there because 15 years ago, the average business used seven different marketing mediums to get their message out to the public. Today, we use an average of 13 different marketing mediums with five social media platforms and three paid advertising channels. So we're doing double the amount of work for a fraction of the results. We really have to get in front of our prospects getting through all that clutter because 3.8 billion people have a social media account today. We are now competing with every consumer, mom, child, grandma, dogs, babies. I mean, everyone has content today. That also leads me to chapter four, which is how to become number one in your marketplace. Because the way that we put out content today, 50% of it is actually hindering the sales process. So there's a process that we've that we've used for the last 30 years on how to become number one in your marketplace. And that's also in chapter four. C-Suite Radio. Okay, so it sounds like you've, you've really built upon a lot of, you know, the basic prem, you know, premises of the book. So your dad saying that he built up his, his wealth in the last six, more in the last six months than the, the, the prior eight years. Was that a direct result you think of the internet? Was that the main takeaway there? No, that's something okay. else. <laughs> it's okay. something very special. You'll have to read the book to find out. I won't oh, give that one away. But okay. uh, yeah, there's, there's um, his book is really 
timeless strategies, right? And whether he's explaining it in the yellow pages or in faxing today, I just had to look at what that is tactically within an Instagram DM or a ringless voicemail strategy or a Facebook ad. It's all there. That's why people, you know, it's it's lasted 15 years since my father wrote it really with minimal marketing behind it. I mean, it's pure word of mouth that this book has survived uh, for, uh, past my father's passing. And um, it's because of the timelessness, but I just had to go in and update the tactical implementations of them. So you'll see, so salespeople who use social selling outsell their peers by 78%. So I have more information in there on how to sell using social. My father didn't even have the internet. I, I mean, the amount of resources we have today at our disposal, he could have never even dreamt of. So another uh, concept of his is called the Dream 100. A lot of people know it. It's the fastest, least expensive way to double sales. I put in there a bit more about how to identify your Dream 100 how to get to them, how to be seven times more productive with them so that you can close that sale. There's a lot in there of just case studies of the protégés that have utilized the book uh, all through it. I just sprinkled it all throughout the book. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, when you, when you look at revised and updated, you know, and you look at the timeline of his work, my first question was, you know, you know, the marketplace commerce has changed considerably with the advent of the internet. So updating this book there's many layers to it so did you did you update specifics in each chapter or did you keep the other you know faxing and all these things because those aren't those haven't completely become obsolete you do still have some old school people so I'm curious of that balance that, that you had to tackle yeah so the whole first year so it took me four years to redo this the whole first year was just me taking outdated words like websites, that's two words, now become one word, right? And and replacing it and putting in a more updated word. And I would, it would be like shaking. Like I'd be like, okay, okay, I changed one word. Okay, we're good. Okay, I did it. Okay, next word, right? I was so fearful to touch this because when I first asked our clientele, what would you like to see in a new edition of the book? They said, don't touch it. It's perfect. So it was a pretty high bar to get to. But as I went through, at first with the publisher, I said, don't put my name on the book. This is just an update. I'll write it as if it's my father's voice. And as I started updating, so the first was just like minor words and phrases and changing different tactics that are less um, noticeable today, like yellow pages to what's more common today. But then as I started to write, especially in chapter seven, so I hired a book coach, Julie Eason. She really pulled out of me these concepts and put them into an easy to follow uh, structure, I, Julianne Eason. Um, and after we wrote, we rewrote chapter seven, The Seven Muscles of Marketing, it was that chapter in itself is a whole new book. Just that. And once I finished with that, I realized that I had cultivated my own voice and I could no longer, it wasn't, it wasn't true to my father to say him saying all these things about social media and about opt-ins and about automations when he never had any of that. So it was out of, um, honesty and transparency. So I had to step forward and say, okay, this is Amanda. So you'll see all the way through it. There's grayed out areas and you'll see, oh, these are updated parts. So I kept what was most important, especially, you know, he talks a lot about trade shows. He talks a lot about press releases, which I think get lost in the fold. He talks about direct mail. I kept those in because they're valuable and he has great, great concepts for how to cut through that clutter and really get results. But some of the other things needed a little bit of updating. Absolutely. Now, fresh perspective, as you say. I'm curious, Amanda, 
what do you think your father would be most surprised about in terms of how the marketplace has changed in, in the 10 years that he's been gone? Okay. Um, so, so Amazon over the last 15 years, right? It's grown by over a thousand percent. And I, and I wrote this in the book that Amazon is like the death star of the traditional commission breath salesperson. It has really made salespeople feel obsolete. I mean, 97% of our prospects feel that salespeople are too pushy today because you've, your prospects have been trained to go on Amazon, look at customer reviews and purchase. So I'll remember the, the first time I put something on our website to purchase without a salesperson. And I could just hear my father's voice, never put your pricing on a website. And I went, Oh my gosh, dad, I'm so sorry. I know you said to never do this, but the world has changed. Completely. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, it's so, right. I mean, it, it's so true. I think he, I think he'd understand. Yeah. You have to pivot with the times as they say. Um, finally, I did want to mention, Amanda, there's this forward that you recorded um, for your dad. Um, is very poignant. Is, is that something that will be a part of the digital copy of the book? Yes. So that was another one from Julie Easton. So our first session when she was helping me figure out what the book would be, she said, okay, your forward, it's dear reader. It was dear reader before I talked to her. And she's like, I was meditating. And I thought that what came through was that it should be dear dad. And I instantaneously went, no, it was like a guttural, like, <laughs> like I could have uh, with my words sent out knives. Cause the thought of it was so painful and so um, uh, just sensitive. And then eventually after some talking, I was like, okay, I'll try it. But that sounds, you know, um, very personal. And I ended up just a few hours later sitting down and all of a sudden the idea came to me of, I think I can write this and tears were streaming down my face. I was in a coffee shop and I was ugly crying, you know, the like, like all of it. And, um, and I wrote in just one sitting of dear dad, and it's this letter to my father and it's honoring him. It's loving him. But then there's also some, some parts in there that are a little bit more angry too. And I share that too, because you know, he left me with a whole big, a lot of responsibility with no, no roadmap. So uh, there's a lot to that. And uh, so they'll get the forward in the book. Uh, and I have gotten the okay that in the audio version, I will be reading it. So that'll be lovely. But I think what you heard was a abridged version of that, that we'll put out as an, um, a little snippet of pe the people. Correct. Yeah. Well, it's very powerful, but so personal as well. Kind of the things that you didn't get to tell your father and, and just, you know, that voiceover hearing one thing, reading it, but when you hear someone's actual voice, it, it brings it to a, a whole new level. C-Suite Radio. I just want to say congratulations and well done because it, it's a tough act to follow everything you've taken on. So congratulations. <laughs> and it begs the question, Amanda, now that you've done this once, do you want to write more books continuing your father's legacy? Have you thought about that yet? Or is it too soon? Uh, no, I, I definitely will. There's, there's definitely right. a lot more books in me and I, and I talk about it a bit. The final chapter is really, it's the final chapter for my father because I found that letter from him, right? But it's also my first chapter. And that's why it took so many iterations because there's so much that I have to say there. 
um, about living a rich and full life and what that looks like. And, you know, mental wellness. I mean, the number one thing that people want to spend money on this year is mental wellness over their financial future, over their, uh, the, their health, their physical health. They're more concerned because of what's happened with the pandemic. We really have to focus on being clear and focused. And when you're clear and focused, then everything else can be effortlessly easy to implement and live. But if if our mind isn't clear, then it's so hard to make those changes. So that's another core pillar that I'm adding to my father's legacy that really will one day become mine. But um, yeah, I, I, after I finished the book, then I went and rebuilt our whole business to update everything that was in the book. So I had to train all of our teams. I had to build new boot camps. And uh, so I rebuilt the Dream 100 into something that's more usable with internet. I dream, built up the core story methodology. So um, yes, we, I, I, it's not just me, you know, I'm not just a one-man army. I, I, uh, we teach people how to implement the book, right? We either teach you through courses or the book or boot camps, live interactive boot camps, or you have coaches that assist you to guide you, or we just go in and do it all uh, ourselves and then help you with it. So we do implementation packages too. So all of that had to be rebuilt and revamped for the book. So it's been, it's been a couple of years that I've been working on this process for four years with the book itself, but then within the book or outside of the book as well to, to uh, support businesses today for the next decade. I mean, I really built it for the next decade. It lasted nearly two decades and now this will last for another decade. Yeah. And sky's the limit. Congratulations again, Amanda. And we look forward to what's next. Thank you. And if you'd like more information on the book, just check out our website. It's csweetbookclub.com. That's c-sweetbookclub.com. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time right here on Bestseller TV. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Suite Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.